The Super Speedway Podcast is a Dream Bigger Media production. For news, photos, show notes, and information about advertising on the podcast, visit www.thesuperspeedway.com. Three, two, one. Welcome to the Super Speedway. Welcome to episode 176 of the Super Speedway Podcast, recorded Wednesday, October 21st, 2020. I'm your host, Eric Young, and I am joined, as always, by my co-host, James Cush. James, you surprised I got the day right? Yeah, I was worried. I was worried for a second. <laughs> we, uh, yeah, we planned to go yesterday, crazy stuff going on, <laughs> families and whatnot, and then uh, we're getting her in tonight. So yeah, I was, I was a little concerned, but you know what? You're driving. Hey, so. I, I changed the prompter before uh, before the episode started. So listen, it wouldn't be a uh, wouldn't be a super speedway podcast if there wasn't um, you know shaky questioning things and and being concerned about things and um, you know saying the wrong thing. You know we're really good at that. Right. Yeah, like last week. You know, I totally uh, I, I had the stat that I did not research. I mean, I researched it just a tick, but uh, you know, the champions not winning races the year after and. Left Dale Earnhardt off the list. Yeah, yeah, I did notice oh. that because I think it was on uh, positive regression, wasn't it? I don't know if it was on Paz Reg or not. I did see it on uh, I did see it on Facebook. I think Paz Reg um, mentioned it too. And uh, I think uh, Parsons was the other one. So yeah, we've uh, yeah, you know, I thought I was being cool and smart and forgot Dale Earnhardt. Well, at least so. you had the right had the right winner for the Xfinity race, unlike me. So <laughs> yeah, that was good. That's when you broke my brain. Yeah, so yeah. it was my fault. Yeah, that's it. I need to go back and listen to that podcast now and see when the discussion about the uh, about the no, championship blew, came up. Because no, I blew I blew it first. I was gonna say you can actually when I listened back to that because I laugh I was laughing after we finished recording, and you can actually physically like feel my brain completely <laughs> like what what happened? Wait I didn't <laughs> I didn't listen to it again because I love cringy stuff. Like I watch TikTok, but I I didn't want to cringe through my own thing. So it's so good. I love. You know what though. Kudos to you for not editing out the most ridiculous stuff. Hey, man. More authentic that way. You know, really what it comes down to, James, is I'm just lazy. If I <laughs> if I have to edit it, then I have to do more work. And so I'd rather look stupid than do more work. That's what all it if, is. Like, what if, like, the head of Spotify was searching for a NASCAR podcast to add to their network? And that's the one they were like, oh, what's the Super Speedway podcast? We could give these guys, you know, like, you know, six figures to do a NASCAR podcast on Spotify. And he listened to that one. And that was that was it. He was yeah. Like, nah, I'm Moving on to the next one, dude. I'm sure we've been shut down already. I mean, we're we've got to be blacklisted everywhere. So oh, we're flagged. Oh no, yeah, we're flagged for we're sure, flagged. for sure. Yeah. So I'm trying to do this right now with a cough drop in my mouth. So I'm trying not to cough. Still got, still got the Rona. Not really, but uh, still dealing with the stupid whatever the heck it is. Allergies, cold, whatever. So if I sound funny or if I cough in the microphone, I say I'm sorry, guys. Uh, it's just what you got this week. So. Uh, with that, comes, boys and girls. Yeah, That's exactly. Uh, with that, we had the Halloween. Ha- Halloween. Wow, Halloween. it's going bad already. The Hollywood Casino 400 at Kansas Speedway this weekend. Uh, Joey Logano holds off Kevin Harvick for what, like 44 laps or something at the end. Yeah, man. Uh, to get the win, uh, Harvick finishes second. Logano locks himself into the final four. First driver in the final four, James. And uh, making probably Denny Hamlin a little more nervous than he was before, right? 
definitely Denny Hamlin's nervous. Um, Chase Elliott's nervous. Oh, yeah, for sure, those guys. But, like, Hamlin, um, Hamlin, he kind of thought was locked in. I mean, we talked about Hamlin being pretty locked in. but Yeah, we had a whole thing on, uh, you know, this playoffs makes it too easy for some of these guys. But yeah. uh, Denny, you know, Denny hit the wall. He had issues. And, look, that's one of the beautiful things about this playoff is, yeah, Denny's earned himself a buffer, but that buffer's gone. It's It's gone. He's got 20 points to the good, but... Eric, as you know, that's two stages. Um, you yeah. know, Brad Keselowski goes out and dominates Texas and wins all the stages. Um, you know, he's he's in Hamlin's spot here. So um, I like it. I like that there's a little bit of an intrigue here. I still feel good about Hamlin and Harvick. Harvick's still looking good. But, yeah, I love uh, – Joey did it again, man. Joey did it again. He's, Do you think it would be a bigger upset – if Hamlin doesn't make the final four than it was that Hamlin didn't really even have a shot at the title last year in the final four. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I think these drivers and these, I think these teams have come to an understanding. We've been in this playoff system for what Eric now, this is the seventh, seventh year of it since 2014. Right. This, this be the seventh one. I think these teams have come to the understanding that, you're going to get to the final race. You got to get to the final race to give yourself a chance. And whatever happens, happens. Um, you know, we're, we're in a whole new era. And I think Hamlin, at least making the show, I think, you know, it would suck to lose, right? Right. Harvick, the same thing. Suck to lose. But at least get to the show. Give yourself a chance. And I think you've got some sort of a, you know, I think you've got some sort of a uh, solace in that, in that thinking. I don't know. I, I mean, that's just my point of view on it. But, I, you know. This is Harvick's year, Hamlin's year. I mean, those two guys, those are the two guys. So if either of them don't win the championship, somebody's getting disappointed no matter what. Right, exactly, for sure. Um, so let's talk about the aero package a little bit. James, I'm kind of curious of your take on what we saw. There was a lot of, um, there were a lot of positive feelings. Okay, there were some positive feelings on social media, and there was a lot of negative about what the aero package created here with this finish. And I'll, I'll go as far to say that the aero package created the finish that we had on Sunday at, at Kansas. So are we happy with it? Or, I mean, we, we know we both hate the aero package at this point. Yeah, it's, but, it's, but was this better or okay or not? Or what, what's your thoughts on it? I mean, you know, I know, listen, Jeff Buck's <clears throat> poll went out and yeah. came back 40, 40%. That so. was terrible. Fans were mad. Fans were mad. They're always mad. Yeah, but um, that has more to do with the 22 in the front than it does with the that's actual That's part race. of it. Yeah, that's at least 10% of that poll, right? Something like that. Yeah. Um, but here, you know, here's the thing. It's all about the clean air, Eric. And yep. Joey got the clean air. He His team got him off on pit road, got him, got him to the lead, got him out front, and he held him off. Simple as that. He had the clean air, and, and Kevin Harvick couldn't – just couldn't get to him. Couldn't make it happen. Um, Here, here's my argument on this thing is I get it that, you know, the arrow package played a big role. Joey was able to block to, to hold him off. Um, and, and Harvick definitely had the faster car, but let's put somebody else in that spot. Let me look at the list here. Let's take, I don't know. Let's take Cole Custer in 14th, you know, Austin Dillon 11th, heck even Martin Truex in ninth and stick them in Joey's position on that last restart. Do you think they're holding Harvick off? Because I don't think they are. Joey's one of the you know more talented guys in the sport. He's right. going to yeah, he's going to be able he's to a, do that. He's Con a good driver. It still had to do with skill that he was able to do what he did. 
Right, and you know, I know, I know, fans say, well, the faster car should be able to get around him, but you know, no, it shouldn't. I, the fastest car shouldn't always win. Always this win. isn't exactly. drag racing. Exactly. Yeah, I know that's what people are screaming about. And listen, we don't like this arrow package. We we've said our piece on it a million times. Here. Right. Um, but you know what? This was a pretty good du- duel between these two guys. And Joey Logano, Eric, you said it. Joey Logano can drive he's a champion in this sport and got a good chance to win a second um kevin harvick also you know eric i think part of it too i think a little bit that we need to consider kevin harvick has got no pressure to go out and wreck his race car you know he can get close and try to make moves but he doesn't need to put the bumper to joey logano he's got so many points in the bank that he can just kind of wait for an opportunity wait for an opportunity and if it doesn't happen for him you know, I know he wants to win these races. God, I mean, he's a race car driver. Of course he wants to win the race. Yeah, I wouldn't um, say that Harvick left anything out there. I mean, no, I, I think, I think yeah, he I put think, 100% into that. Yeah, but I think, you know, there's a little bit of that desperation. There's no desperation. Yeah, exactly. Right? There's no desperation. So there's a there's a tick of the edge that's not quite right. Right. Um, but, again, you know, Har- what, what do fans want? Harvick to just be able to blow by him and... Well, you know, win the ra- win the race by half a lap, I and mean, that's, that's, that's that's what I was going to say. Is the margin of victory in this race was point three one two seconds. Good finish. Now I realize we didn't have a lead change for the last. Uh, let's see, um, the last. If I can read the stats here, the seventeenth lead change was on two twenty three. So Joey took the lead on lap two twenty three, led to two sixty seven. Forty five laps in the lead. So for the last forty five laps of the race, we did not have a lead change. That being said, 0.312 seconds, if Harvick would have passed Joey Logano, like you said, it would have been a half a track lead. Yeah, he would have dominated. He would have won the race by seven or eight seconds. Yep. Easy. Yep. So, I mean, yeah, the aero package sucks. Yes, I would rather see these guys. I mean, I don't – it's not so much the car stuck to the track that bothers me. It's the fact that they're wide open. You yeah, know, you just can't, you can't do anything with them. But I'll tell you what, NBC, I've given NBC some criticism this year for their coverage. I'm so happy to see those guys back at the track, by the way. But they did an amazing job at the end of this race. Of those 45 laps, we watched what, probably 30 to 35 of them on board with Kevin Harvick. I mean, it yeah. was just great seeing you could see everything he was doing. You could see the car slide, you could hear the throttle, everything. You could tell he was trying to to get past them. And it was crazy to see Eric, you brought up a great point there because you know, with what two laps to go Harvick slipped up yeah, and lost a ton of ground, but to see how much faster his car was, he gobbled him back up in half a lap and yep. was, was within, you know, within a shot again, um, that he, you know, he couldn't get it done obviously, but it was just crazy to see that, you know, he's that much faster, but the air, you know, the disturbed, the, the disturbed dirty air, uh, creates such a such turbulence that he couldn't do anything with it. This is where NASCAR fans drive me crazy because we bitch about Bristol. <laughs> we because we you're bitch taking ab- my spot. You're taking my uh, you're my my hot take. Right, Go for we, it, man. we bitch know. about Bristol because it's too easy to pass on now. And what made Bristol great is was that, that it was tough to pass. But it's tough to pass here, and we're bitching because we can't pass. I yep. mean, make up your freaking mind. Now listen, arrow push is a thing. Dirty air is a thing. You're never going to get rid of it. There is no way ever. Every single racing series in the world has tried to get rid of dirty air. You can't. So let's make the cars less aerodynamic. Let's make them punch a bigger hole. Guess what? That makes the dirty air even worse. So let's make them more aerodynamic. 
Well, that doesn't work either because now the tiniest little bit of air change screws up the, up, up the, the guy in second. Yep. You're never going to fix this. We know too much about this now. This is what we have. Yeah, it's it's like everything else in sports. That's how you know we have the evolution of baseball and the evolution right. of you know we're seeing it in football now with positional positionless defenders. I want to um, see throttle control back. Oh, that's would, the thing. I exactly. would like to see cars slide around more. I still maintain that the Xfinity Series package is the absolute best package right now for a number of reasons. One is the fact that it's low downforce and they still have throttle response. Another is because you know purists all you want. It's the fact that they have composite bodies. And you can brush the wall without flattening a tire every single time you even sneeze at the wall. You know, there's there's reasons that Xfinity, Xfinity package is the best package right now. And, you know, I think I think when we get the new car, I have a feeling we're going to go to composite bodies, too. So that will probably help in the Cup Series quite a bit. Yeah. Um, but I don't think we're getting the motor back, unfortunately. So. Yeah, I, you nailed it, Eric. I mean, these cars are, they're all, they're flat out. So Kevin Harvick can have the faster car, but he's got no, he's got no extra pedal yep. to, to go and make a move or, you know, and Joey Logano, you know, he's got no, he's got no room for error. He just, he's on a Sunday cruise. He's just driving. He's on cruise control. Right. And that, you know, and that's, it's tough to, to do anything with that when you're, you know, you know, trying to have a battle for the lead. I mean, it it's great that the faster car is stuck behind Joey, but. Again, you know, there's there's you know, there's no room to do anything with it. So, I mean, was this a great race? No, no. Um, was it a 40 percent race? No, it was also no. not a 40 percent race. Was it the best race of the weekend? No, I would say it was probably the worst race of the weekend at Kansas. Sure. It was still a decent race. It was it was entertaining. Hell, and I was glued to the TV the last 45 laps. Yeah. And here's the thing. I like a little bit of chaos and Joey Logano winning that race. Yeah. Sh- shook it up a little bit. Oh, yeah. Is- which is fantastic. That's all you can wish for right now is for guys outside of that bottom four or the top four to win. Yeah. Because it makes the top four, you know, worried. Yeah. You know, and, and Brad Keselowski, the, Denny Hamlin, you know, how Chase Elliott right now is the one that's lost the most. He's eight points out. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what else too, Eric, you were going to Phoenix who won Phoenix uh, this year. Right. Already? Right. Exactly. <laughs> so is Joey Logano a potential championship favorite going into Phoenix now. I don't know that I'd go that far, but he's certainly a major threat. He's got himself. I mean, I, he's as good of a threat as Kevin Harvick, I think. I think uh, he's the biggest threat of the guys that weren't in the top four. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. So he, him and, and if and if Brad Kozlowski finds his way, if let's say Brad wins Texas, we've got ourselves. I mean, that oh, Eric, yeah. that could that could lead to a very good championship race. It could. We got some we got some potential here for a really good championship race. We've got a rules package that you and I like and I think most fans like. Well, um, I mean, honestly, James, look at what we've got here with the top eight guys. We've got Joey Logano just won the last race at Phoenix. Kevin Harvick, great at Phoenix. Denny Hamlin, great at Phoenix. Keselowski has won everything on this in this in that package. package. Yeah. Chase Elliott, great at Phoenix. Alex Bowman, I, you know, don't really He's good at Phoenix. He's He's good at Phoenix. Phoenix. Martin Truex Jr., good at Phoenix. Kurt Busch, you know, Kurt's good anywhere. He he has a chance. No matter who gets in these final four, it's going to be, it's going to be interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what, too, Eric, because you're giving Joey Logano a nice, nice little three weeks to uh, get that car. That team's going to have that. I mean, they, all they have to do is focus on Phoenix. They're locked in. Who cares what happens at Texas and Martinsville? You're good to go, buddy. I like that. The only thing I like I'll that, say I lo- is I like that for them. The only thing I'll say is that they're not adding anything to that car 
between now and Phoenix. They've already, that's the Phoenix they've car. They've got their piece. Yeah, you know, the, the only track that has anything to do with Phoenix whatsoever is Martinsville because it's the same package, but they're not going to make changes from Martinsville to Phoenix. So they've already been working on that car. But like you said, he has no pressure going into the most high pressure race of yep. the season. So yeah, the pressure's on the shop. No, yep. it's on the guys. Get that piece ready and, and let, it, let, let it all hang out when you get there. Yep. Uh, so we mentioned Chase Elliott. Chase Elliott had some radio issues during the race. Um, very much could not hear his spotter and or crew chief. There were all kinds of problems. Uh, TV documented it, uh, I think, pretty well. And NASCAR missed it, James. And uh, after, yeah, afterwards, they kind of answered with, uh, uh, oops, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. And yeah. that's it. Not, not a very big story um, when you're looking at the, you know, um, the, the, the whole weekend as combined, I, I haven't seen a whole lot of this. No. And uh, why? Because this is a rule. Here's a secret. It's chase Elliott and the fans are okay with it. I know why it is. Yeah. I'm well aware. Yeah. <laughs> I think that has, I think that plays into why the decision was made not to penalize him as well. So yeah. the rule specifically says that you have to ha be in communication with your spotter. Um, the reason for this, this dates back to, I don't remember what year, but it was at Texas or Charlotte. I, I can't remember now but it was an arca race or arca practice and eric yes. martin crashed coming out of turn four and if you've watched this video it's first of all it's, it's just awful so don't watch it but there is probably 15 seconds before the next car comes around the corner and broadsides him and martin died in the accident um and immediately nascar said we are not you're not going to be on the track anymore without spotters and so, I mean, this is a safety issue, and NASCAR is so worried about safety. NASCAR won't let us race below the yellow line on super speedways because they're worried about safety, but they let this guy compete in a 400-mile race with no communication with a spotter. I mean, I get it. It's championship. You don't want a black flag, a, a guy running for the championship. This is no different than a flat tire. It's no different than a mechanical issue with the car. Kurt Busch blew his motor. You know, it's no different than anything like that. This is a mechanical issue. This is a, an electrical issue with the car. Park him, make him fix it. Yeah, I agree. I, I have nothing really to add to that. It's like uh, uh, if NASCAR didn't yeah, know what was going I, on, James, they really, really screwed the pooch on this one. Because all you need is one person somewhere watching the TV broadcast because TV yeah. knew what was knew what was going on. Yep. I understand <clears throat> NASCAR doesn't want to take him out, um, yep. like you said. But, you know, we have this emphasis on safety and all these other things. You know, he should be, uh, yeah, I, I, I really have nothing to add to your take, man. I, I think you nailed it. He needed to be parked. He needed to have it fixed. And I got nothing against Chase. I don't want to see Chase black flagged. I want to no, see Chase in the final dumb, four. Yeah, it's a dumb issue. It's a dumb way to lose a shot at the championship. But, you know, so is blowing a motor, I guess. You know, I, I can see both sides of it. But, I, I you know, there, there is that aspect that you've, that you've brought up that is, you know, a really good point. Yeah. Um, speaking of blowing a motor, mentioned Kurt Busch. Yeah. Uh, Kurt Busch blows up, ends up finishing 38th. He's 73 points out did, now. He's did a, you see Cole Pern's tweet? Uh, he said that, boy, Chip Ganassi Racing sure does blow a lot of motors this time of the year. Wink, <laughs> wink. Nice. I was, I was like, whoa, what, <laughs> what's going on there? Is that a shot at the, uh, shot at the engine maker or what, what's going on there? That's what's rough. Remember Kyle Larson had this happen Yep. in Kansas, I think, Kansas or Texas. Remember, it took him out of the championship hunt. 
couple years back. So yeah, good point by Cole Pern. That's kind of a wink wink. I, I thought that was good. What do you think of this is just throwing something. I heard this on Sirius, I think. Um, what would you think of of uh, JGR calling up Cole Pern and saying, come back one year? Kyle Bush. Kyle Bush. <laughs> yeah, I heard that. I heard that. I did hear that little rumble going on. Wouldn't that be um, interesting? Why, why? I wonder what that paycheck would look like. Somebody said that the reason Cole left is because he didn't like the new car. Well, you don't got to do the new car. Yeah, next year you got one more year of the good, of the of the car you currently have. Yep. I can't see him working with anybody but Truex, but yeah, um, Kyle Busch looks like he, him, and Adam Stevens are heading to divorce. Oh yeah, so. they're they're not going to be together next year. There's no way. There's yeah. no way you leave that team intact after the last two seasons. I mean, they, yes, Eric they won Ad- a championship last year, but yeah. that was one race. Eric Adam Stevens has Kyle Busch as his driver, and he's won one race since June of 2019. Yeah, obviously it's the biggest race. But one win, and it's going to be, you know, over a year and a half. Yep. Yeah, you can't. Long time. This Kyle is, Busch is your driver. This is the, I mean, arguably one of the top three teams in the series. You can't leave it the way it is. It's got to change. Yeah. With the generational talent of his era. If, you know, if. In the Jim, prime of his career, well, by if, the way. If Jimmy Johnson doing what he did gets Chad Knauss moved to a different team. This gets Adam Stevens moved to a different team, you know. Yeah, Adam Stevens and I'm not saying re- nobody's saying it's Adam Stevens' fault. Nobody's saying it's Kyle's fault. It's just it's time for a change. Yeah, and they've had a lot of success together. It's yeah. just um, sometimes the well runs dry, you know. And yes. I don't want to hear Kyle Busch talking about practice and all that other stuff. No, year, that's had, you, that's over at this point. You had plenty of practice last year, bud. Yep. You yeah, know, that's you true. Know. I mean, he they ran like this last year, so. Yeah, I mean they somehow made it to the final four at uh, at Homestead last year and and had the had the car to beat. So well, and the thing is, is if that's your excuse, that you get rid of the excuse because guess what, you're going to do it again next year. Yeah. So. Yep. You're not getting yeah, practice next year, so let's yeah, just. Yeah, you better figure it out. Yeah, Cole Pern coming back to JGR would be something. It would be. Would be something. I don't think he's coming back, but it'd be interesting. No, I don't think so. I mean, I, I mean, hey, if the price is right, I guess. But yeah, and money talks, right? Yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah, I'll crew, I'll crew chief him. <laughs> there you go. I'll do it for I do it for a lot cheaper than Cole Pern. Too. Right, me too. <laughs> me too. I just want the credential and the and the travel. I'm I'm there. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, Eric, be- before we move off from the Cup Series, I did want yeah. to mention one more thing about Joey Logano. Uh, this was his 26th career Cup Series victory. Do you know who he's tied with on that list? I feel like you're gonna say it, and I'm gonna go, oh yeah, but yeah. I, I don't know. Dale. Earnhardt Jr. Nice. Interesting. Yeah. Yep. yep. About to pass about to pass old June bug. Knock I him down to think, 32nd on the list. I think, you know, I think Junior won more races than I think we realized that Junior won. 26 races a lot. Yeah. yeah that's, uh, that's a pretty good number. Uh, yeah. Truex is at uh, 30th on the all-time list at 27. And and that's, you know, 27 races over the last handful of years. He's won 25 races, I think, since uh, 2016 or something like that. Right. Um, oh, he's won a lot. But uh, yeah, yeah, Carl Edwards is right there. Twenty. I just I love looking at the hist- You know how I love the historical stats. So uh, yeah, this is that I- this is that area where there's a lot of there's a lot of really good drivers in this in that range because it's really hard to win more than that. Yeah. But there's a lot of drivers that are way under that too. You know. Yeah, I mean, there's some really good drivers right here. I mean, you're talking in this. Uh, you know, if you go up to 32, you're talking Kurt. Bush, Dale Jarrett, Carl Edwards, um, Rex White, Fred Lorenzen's in this, uh, Ricky Rudd, Joe Weatherly, Terry Labonte, Bobby Labonte, Jeff Burton. I mean, these are the guys we're talking about in this area. Right. Um, lots of Hall of Famers and, and you know, I mean, Terry Labonte, Hall of Famer. 
Dale Jr. Hall of Famer, Dale Jarrett, Fireball Roberts. I mean, all Hall of Famers, right? Right lumped together in this list. You've got Matt Kenseth right there. Um, so, yeah, just pretty cool. He's tied Dale Jr. Um, you know, I know Joey catches a lot of crap from, from NASCAR fans. He's not one of the most popular guys in the world, but he's a champion. He's got a Daytona 500 under the belt, and uh, he's continuing his march. Um, it's been a kind of a rough COVID return for Joey, but yeah. – um, he's got a chance to, you know, add to his trophy case here with a with a title. So. I mean, they've been there. They, I mean, they haven't run great, but they haven't run bad. Oh, good season. I mean, decent season, but yeah, he just didn't, he just didn't have the wins to uh, right. to to back it up. So yeah, I mean, if he goes out and wins this championship, he's going to be a two time champ. He's going to be tied with Kyle Busch for championships. Well, and that's the interesting thing to look at with this too, James. We didn't talk about it last week when we were going into the round of round of eight, but we're down to there's only two drivers in the list in our eight drivers right now that haven't won a title, right? We're pretty sure we're going to get a new, uh, get a, a, a repeat title a repeat, winner this year. Yeah. We're going to get a repeat title winner. Yep. I mean, Bowman or, Bowman only... or Elliot could sneak in there, but right now it's looking pretty likely. I mean, obviously the percentage is stacked against them. Yeah. So there's a, um, I saw a photo of everybody who's ever raced in the final four from 2014. And it's a list of 10 total drivers that have ever raced for the championship in this format. That's interesting. So you've got Harvick, Logano, Hamlin, Keselowski, Truex. Um, they've all raced for the championship in this format. So you got three guys who haven't yet, but um, you know, right? You know, it's yeah. We're looking at another two-time champion here at some point. A um, couple other points from the race on Sunday. Just want to look kind of at, at finishes. Uh, Alex Bowman, we mentioned, uh, you know, still strong. Finishes third place in this one. He was coming at the end. Good race for him. Yep. Yeah, gaining on Harvick at the end of the race. Uh, didn't lead any laps on the day, but uh, but ran well. Um, let's see. Uh, 10th place, Christopher Bell gives himself a top 10. Um, yep. Austin Dillon continues his good runs. 11th place finish for Austin. Uh, Matt Benedetto bounces back this week with his announcement and finishes 12th. Yep. Um, we mentioned uh, in the back, Kurt Busch finishing 38th. Matt Kenseth finishes last. Uh, one of the few accidents on the day. I think the only yeah. accident on the day. Or... Yeah, the one, only one that I, th- I can recall that brought yeah. the caution. I guess there. Jimmy got in the wall too, but that was that was uh, mm-hmm. no caution with that. Jimmy and Reddick, I think, wasn't it? Didn't Reddick get yeah, in the I wall think so. Him? Yeah, yep. Um, anything else really jump out at you, James, with this list? Nope. I think you got your, you know, you've got your championship contenders all mm. clustered together there in the top four and Chase Elliott right there behind them. So aside from the battle at the end, it was a pretty quiet race. Um, not real eventful. We had six cautions for 31 yeah. laps, certainly a different from the uh, Xfinity race the day before Yeah, where we had 10 cautions. I think, you know, I think if you're Denny Hamlin, you've got to be flustered a little bit because you finished, you know, third in stage one, you won stage two and, um, you know, he, he left, you know, 15 valuable points on the board yeah. right here, you know? So, um, yeah, it was good. He had a good car. I mean, he was my pick to win and, uh, he looked pretty strong. It wasn't quite Kevin Harvick. Kevin was definitely the best, but, oh yeah, definitely. You know, that's why you, uh, that's why you raced the race, bud. Yep. Harvick led for 85 laps on the day. Uh, Chase Elliott led 48. Um, Denny Hamlin led 58 and Joey Logano led 47. So pretty much the end of the race. Nice. Not bad. <laughs> All right. Uh, quick mention on the Xfinity race. Man, what a wreck with Anthony Alfredo going, going into turn one. Uh, gets turned in the outside wall by, well, it, it was all caused by Justin Allgaier running down. I don't know what that, where the hell <laughs> Allgaier was going. He's um, making moves. Yeah, something like that. And yeah. uh, turned the 21 up across the track and put him in the wall and upside down goes Alfredo. 
Um, just goes to show you, you don't have to be at full speed to wreck one of these things pretty spectacularly because they were, I mean, they were not even probably out of third gear yet at this yep. point. So, yep. Yeah. Um, good just to see Alfredo was okay. Crazy, yeah. Add it to a list of crazy Kansas wrecks. Yeah. I mean, this, they, this track, reason, I'll tell Kansas, you. Yeah. They always hit hard here. I, you know, I don't know what. I don't know if it's just the layout of the track or the way it is, but yeah, there's always crazy crashes at, uh, at Kansas. I big crashes, you know, hard. Yeah. Um, I just want to just give a, a big black flag to Scott Miller from NASCAR for using that accident as the, a, an example of why we need the yellow line rule at super speedways. And that was really bad. Yeah. That's, that's, that's the example he says on why we need the yellow line rule because they'll race down there. But my argument is then, okay, then why is the yellow line rule not at Kansas? Because obviously we need it there too. So you're either happy with the wrecks or you're not happy with the wrecks. So fix it one direction or the other. That being said, I don't want them to add a yellow line rule on a mile and a half track. So please don't do that. Please. Yeah, yeah, I know. It just is a nonsensical statement that he made. Just dumb. Just dumb. And you can't even argue like we will at Talladega, they're going faster. We don't want to target it upside down. It got upside down. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I mean, I know, I know, I know. the only thing it didn't do yeah. was go airborne, but yeah, whatever. It was a, kind of a knucklehead statement. I did. I don't agree with any of it. So I, I, I liked it a lot better when Steve O'Donnell was on uh, serious more than Mr. Miller. I don't know. Yeah. Steve and I, we have our, we have our bouts, but uh, <clears throat> I, Steve yeah, at least got, is a straight shooter to me for the most part. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. And Steve is self-deprecating enough to understand you know, the situation too. So, right. Yeah, Scott, that was just kind of like out of left field. Come on, weird. man. Come on, just man. Weird. Yeah, it was weird. Um, playoff points, we kind of already talked about it. Logano, Harvick, Hamlin, Kozlowski are still in. Uh, Chase Elliott's eight points out. Bowman, 27 out. Martin Truex Jr., 31 out. And Kurt Busch, it doesn't matter. He needs to win. So. Yep, Kurt Busch has to win. Um, I would say he's the only one pretty much in a win or die situation right now. Yeah. If, if, uh, if Bowman and trucks are back that far, once we get to Martinsville, then they're, they're in a danger zone too, but trucks is going to be a problem at Martinsville regardless. So we got to be ready for that, for that situation. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yep. All right. Let's talk some news, James. We got some news this week. We actually, by waiting the extra day, we got a little bit more news today. So yeah, I know we faked it out. Yeah. Um, first off, Dale Jr. has a baby. Congratulations, Dale Jr. The baby. And Amy Earnhardt, by the way. You know, I guess we yeah, probably yeah, should give yeah, her some Dale, credit. Dale didn't do, didn't really do any of the uh, heavy lifting on this one. No, nah, so he, pre- he pretty much did the fun part, and that's about it. <laughs> yeah. <so>. That's, <laughs> that's right. Uh, how it goes. <laughs> Nicole Lorraine was born great on Great name. Yeah, great name. Yep, good one. Uh, Dale Jr. download. I didn't get a chance to listen to it, but it was all about that pretty much last week. So. Yep, yep. Pretty cool. Uh, Kyle Larson applies to be reinstated in NASCAR, James. And then since that announcement, uh, NASCAR has announced that Kyle Larson has been reinstated to NASCAR. Well, as of January 1st, 2021, uh, he does have to do some stuff, uh, continue doing some stuff for that reinstatement. Yeah. Uh, includes several speaking engagements, each spaced out through 2023. Well, Larson will share his experience with NASCAR's weekly series esports and dirt racing communities. He will also be required to take further training and engagement classes through 2023, plus continue his work with the Urban Youth Racing School and Rev Racing, providing coaching and mentorship for those initiatives. 
And Chevy fully supports NASCAR's efforts to provide an (laughs) inclusive environment for all race fans. Since Kyle Larson has met the criteria set forth for his return to the series, we support NASCAR's decision. Jeez, oh, Pete, just get it over with. I mean, the thing is, is all the dominoes have fallen now except for this domino. It's so been falling for, <clears throat> yeah. So do, so wait, does Hendrick Motorsports have to wait until January 1st to finally make the announcement? Or can I don't we just know. get this thing over with? I don't know. I mean, everybody's talking about it, that it's done. I mean. It is done. Exactly. It's I done. Mean, He's driving a fourth Hendrick car, whatever, number <clears throat> TBD. Yeah. It's done. Kyle a- Larson, Hendrick Motorsports, done. Pick a number. 57. I think I like 57. It's going to be 57. It's Larson's number. They've run that number in the Xfinity series at least. My God. Kyle Larson's been on the, uh, he's been on the media circuit, you know, doing his thing. Yeah. That's the only thing that's frustrating me about this whole thing is, you know, I, I think Larson's done his time. I think he's, I think he's demonstrated enough that he's, it's learned his lesson. He's paid the price. He deserves to come back. Let's stop this pomp and circumstance and this, pony show and just I know freaking put him in the car for God's sake. I know. I know. It's so annoying. I know. And you know, I don't want to be uh be the white guy that says, yeah, Kyle Larson has served his time, so he therefore he should be back. That's true, yeah. Drive, driving the race car. I, listen, NASCAR says, <laughs> okay, you've done enough. Um heck, Bubba Wallace is all for this. <laughs> exactly. He's, he's been out there and and he is, you know, if we're going to look for somebody to kind of be the leader on, on these types of issues. He's our guy. So hey, Bubba's taking it on his shoulders. So and I, you know I trust what? his opinion. Yeah. Hendrick, uh, Hendrick motorsports has got, uh, I mean, this is a hell of a bargain, dude. I'm You're telling gonna... you, they aren't, there's no need for Hendrick to look for another driver for what? 10 years. They're locked up. Yeah. I mean, unless, uh, unless Bowman or Byron doesn't, don't work out for some reason, they are locked in. I any mean, reason for those two to go anywhere. Yeah. They've got two. They've got two legit superstars in the sport, and Byron, who's like you know, feel like I feel like he's ready to burst. Um, at some point, he's going to. Um, Let me argue Bowman. this. Alex Bowman's solid. Alex Bowman's in the eighty-eight car, and he has he has forty-eight next year, by right? The way. But he's earned his ride in that car. In that he's he's solid. He's done more than Dale Jr. was doing. I mean, Hell so, yeah, he did. I so know, that was an, that turned out to be an upgrade for for Hendrick in the long run. I mean, nothing against Jr. But oh, and and Eric, he's going to be the uh, an upgrade over Jimmy Johnson. That's true. When he replaces him. Yeah, that's true. The greatest driver of all time. So, um, and Kyle and, and here you go. Kyle Larson will be an upgrade over Alex Bowman in that seat. Yeah, so Hendrick, that's true. Hendrick is up, upgrade. They have upgraded across the board. And they get Kyle Larson at a massive discount. Oh yeah. When when he joins this team because he's not getting paid what he was. Guaranteed. Yep. 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 Huh. I don't know what else to say about it. He's here. <laughs> well, I feel like our news this week is a lot of. Um, well, duh. it's a lot of well, duh, right? Is that what? Yeah, we're I was gonna say NSS. No, you know what, Sherlock? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, yeah. Um, so the next news item is one of those things. Hey, guess what, James? You're gonna be shocked at this. Bubba Wallace's car number is probably going to be 23 next year. No. Yeah. I wonder why. I, right. It has nothing to do, I'm sure, with Michael Jordan owning the team. <laughs> so. I like the team name, though. 2311 Racing has got a nice little ring to it. Yeah, it's cool. Uh, I, I like the Roman numerals for the 11, which is another tie-in to, uh, to, to Jordan. So, um, yeah, I love that. Yeah. yeah. So Bubba Wallace, 23 car. Whoa. Wow. Yep. There we go. Um, 
Eric Jones, though this is the news we had yesterday, it was uh, suspected. Now today it was announced that he will be racing the 43 car for RPM next year. Uh, he signed a multi-year contract uh, to drive the 43 Chevrolet. Uh, Jordan Bianchi has a really nice article on The Athletic, which details the whole situation. Um, Bianchi wrote, reports there that Jones has an option in his contract to opt oh, out after the first thank year. God. Yeah. <laughs> I, the first thing I tweeted when I saw it was a multi-year deal, I was disappointed. Yeah. Um, but I have hope that, uh, you know, I have some hope now that um, that he can opt out within a, with a year. Uh, and, and the reason being, Eric, is I, I we, honestly, we want the 43 car to survive in this sport. And we it needs to have a decent driver in it. Um, but this this driver is overqualified for that seat, uh, in my opinion. So I, I want this to be more of a stopgap to get him um, into the next uh, into the next ride that launches him into the I think the, the championship contender. I think he's he's destined to be honestly. Yeah, I mean, who knows? Maybe you know, Petty's got some additional sponsorship um, that came through the Bubba Wallace deal that's going to stick around. They've got some stuff to announce. They don't have the full season covered yet. Um, but you know, Jones is a good driver and change the scenery. Petty was definitely on the upswing this year. A lot in part to the, the money that, that, uh, Bubba brought to the team this year. Who knows, man, maybe this is what Richard Petty Motorsports needs to put them back in line with some of these other teams and be a competitor. You know, yeah. we're going to a new car after next year. Maybe that puts them on more even ground. You know, maybe I, I think, you know, we talked before we recorded this, that I think both, you know, Bubba upgraded with his deal. And RPM upgraded with their deal. So, yeah, I mean, this is the best driver they may ever they may they may have in the entirety of their run. Um, or he could be the be- he could be the he could be the Kurt Busch to Furniture Row. Yeah, he could be, um, you know, I'm trying to think of some other good examples. But remember, remember when Kurt Busch went to Furniture Row? They were contending. He, he didn't win any races, but all of a sudden everybody was like, holy cow, Furniture Row. Yep. And then they got Martin Truex Jr. And we yep. know the rest from there. So I, I hopefully the 43 survives. Uh, it doesn't, doesn't go away. Yeah. I mean, I would love to see Jones turn this team around, be the, the me last too, thing they need. And I want to see Richard Petty Motorsports competitive. Nothing would make me more happy than to have Eric Jones go out there and stick it to Joe Gibbs racing and everybody else well, that I'll, gave up, that gave up on him. Toyota too. I'll tell you what, there are four races next year that as good as Bubba was at restrictor at super speedway racing, One they just better. upgraded. Yeah, at man. those four races, because Jones is one of the best. Yes, he is. Yes, so, he is. Oh, man, I'm, ex- you know, I'm excited for some opportunity for Jones here. I just, uh, man, I, I hope, uh, I don't know. I don't know where he could go from here. It's not like he's going to go back to Gibbs. Um, unless somebody of, retires, maybe. I don't know. But A lot of teams that, or a lot of drivers have one-year contracts for next year. So I know a lot of movement. I think next year's silly season is going to be out of control. I think so, so too. Um, but yeah, no, I think, uh, yeah, you're right, Eric. This is an upgrade for everybody involved, uh, except for Eric Jones. He's yeah. the only one who doesn't really upgrade here, but you yeah, know, but he gets changed change of scenery too. So I, I think he needs it. He's young. <laughs> I mean, this is a really good, you know, Eric, sometimes a little kick in the pants, a little adversity, um, can be good for somebody who may not have ever had, I mean, Eric Jones has been in the best stuff mm-hmm. ever since he's been in the sport. Well, and the guy so. is one in every level of NASCAR. He's also he's a champion. Yeah, he's, he's a champion. So, I mean, he's yeah, I, I, at least he's he's still in the series, man. That's good. And he's not he's not in a backmarker team. He's in a mid pack team. So hopefully he can do something with it and hopefully they can see some improvement. And yeah, I mean, man, get him back up there. 
Like I said, no, but four chances a year that he's got an equal chance of everybody else at least. And heck, so. with the and who knows, Eric, if he does come back for a second year with that new car, um, yep. and the playing in the if they if it is a le more level playing field, I mean, this might set the forty three team up yep. here. So, yep, it could. yeah, yeah, great for RPM, great for them. Um, another uh, one of those <laughs> no crap moments. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Chase Briscoe announced as the driver of the fourteen car next season in the Cup Series. Um, this is the one that, uh, to this me, seal, this seals the Larson deal because this was the only other place that Larson could potentially be going. Yeah. Um, and with this, we know that he's not going there. So uh, Chase Briscoe gets the ride in the Cup Series. I think it's good for him. I think this is good for everybody involved. Um, I don't know. Tell me your thoughts on it first, James, before I get into uh, the Tony Stewart uh, Yeah, comment. I love this. I, I like Chase Briscoe. Um, everybody knows I am a Tony Stewart fan. Um, this is excited mm -hmm. of a driver as Tony has brought in, um, for his team. I mean, there's Eric, there's nothing left for him in the Xfinity series. He's done no, it all. Not. He, I mean, go win, go win the championship, but even that, you know, Xfinity championships, they are what they are. Yeah. Especially um, with this format. Yeah. So, I mean, he's made the final, he's made the final four and, you know, bad luck, good luck, whatever. He's, he's done his job. Nine wins. Like he said, he needed to win eight or more races and damn, man, he went and did it and put on a dominating show. We've, we haven't seen, uh, I don't think we've seen an Xfinity series full-time guy put on a clinic like he has in quite a while. It's, it's been a minute. Yeah. It's been um, pretty impressive. And there was a lot of talk on Sirius this week about, Comparing Briscoe, you know, th because this ride, a lot of people thought Larson was going to this ride. Um, Briscoe gets this ride instead, and, and a lot of people are like, well, Tony's, you know, friends with Kyle, and Kyle's got the sprint car background. Uh, hey, everybody, these guys are the same guy. Chase Briscoe's yeah. got the dirt background. He's buddies with Tony Stewart. He's got the sprint car stuff. It's, this, it's the same person. They're putting the same guy in the car. Yeah, and I'm sure Tony Stewart and that team kicked the tires on Larson to oh, see yeah. what was going on there. But you know what else plays a role here is Ford. Oh, yeah, for Ford sure. Develop, Ford development, and they've got a ton of cash into Chase Briscoe um, and his development across a number of series. If it um, wasn't for Ford, Chase Briscoe wouldn't be in NASCAR right now. No, but, man, he took advantage of that spot. Yeah, I mean, he it's did. Just, I I'm, mean, I don't, I'm not taking anything away from Chase no, Briscoe. No, He's just, excellent. I, I just want to – I'm trying to emphasize how – you know, I know people, the people are probably maybe disappointed that they didn't sign Larson, but – um, I think this is the next best guy besides, I mean, Eric, yeah, it would have been nice to see Eric Jones or, um, but, but Ford's got an investment in this guy, just like Toyota's got an investment in Chris Bell. When, when um, Brad Keselowski racing shut down in the truck series, that would have likely been pretty close to the end of Chase Briscoe. If it wouldn't have been for Ford taking him under their wing. I mean, yeah, did he, did he leave NASCAR for a year, basically we only ran a few NASCAR races one year. Yep. Yeah. He, so. um, yeah, he ran that full truck series run in 2017, um, and then yeah, 2018, he, it was patchwork for him. Yeah. Um, we, I'm looking at it right now. Um, yeah, his 2018, he he was, uh, he was running. He only ran 17 races in 2018 in Xfinity, so that's a part time schedule, and that was yeah. the, uh, that was the patchwork between Jack Roush yeah. and Stuart Haas. Like he was running. I mean, Ford was just trying to find him a spot. Yep. Um, before he went full time with Haas, Stuart Haas, um, but yeah, he's uh, done everything he he said he was going to do. I mean, they, it's just you know I, I think it's a great hire, um, a young superstar possibly in the making. I, you know, I I don't know where he ranks 
I'd like to see David Smith's take on this as far as, you know, what the numbers say on him. You know, is he a Chase Elliott equivalent type of guy? Um, where, you know, where do we rank him? He did, he never, he didn't come along kind of like, a, you know, Eric, jo- when Eric Jones came along, we could see it, right. William Byron, you know, we could see it. Chase, this is more of a, this is more of a workman type yeah, effort for, I agree. for, for Chase Briscoe. Uh, and he's not that young. I mean, he's not that young. He's 25 years old and he's a right. little bit older than some of these guys. So, um, yeah, Which means it's, he's uh, more developed. He's been more developed. Yeah. He's had plenty of seat time. Um, and he's got, you know, he's got to come to cup. I mean, he, he's at the end of the, he's at the end of the development road. It's time to, you know, see what that, see what that investment is worth. Yeah. Now. There's nothing to gain from leaving him in the Xfinity series another year. No, it's like Austin Cindric is, it's the opposite, right? Yeah. Austin Cindric's going to be wa- basically he's wasting a year in Xfinity next year. Yep. Um, I, not necessarily, I, you, but you know what I mean, right? He's, he's good enough to come up. He's yeah. just, He's got nowhere to go. Yeah. Yep. So um, speaking of the development thing, uh, James's buddy Smoke decided to make a little comment. Yeah, boy. Um, in in his uh, well, he was praising Ford and uh, I'll just read the quote. Uh, he says, He's a company I, man, right? Yeah. He says, I think Ford's done an awesome job with their driver development program. That's not a, there's not a lot of drivers in there in it, uh, but there's a reason there's not a lot of drivers in it, because they put the focus on that small group of race car drivers. Versus one of the other OEMs out there that is, in my opinion, ruining other drivers' careers on a daily basis, just signing mass numbers of drivers. Then at the end of it, they don't have anywhere to go with them. They decide they don't like them, these, those drivers, and most of them are young drivers, lose opportunities that they could have, ha- could have had along the way to go someplace else. Yeah. Um, what's your thought, he's not, James? He's not wrong. Am I... Am I blind here? He's no, not wrong, right? He's not wrong, but here's the thing, James. I love Tony Stewart. I love the fact that Tony Stewart's outspoken. I love the fact that you're never going to have an interview with Tony Stewart and go, hmm, I wonder what Tony's thinking. <laughs> that being said, sometimes I wish Tony would just shut the hell up. He has no reason to rip on Toyota. We all know he doesn't like Toyota. So why? Like, okay, so maybe if maybe if, if he'd just signed Jones... Then sure, yeah, rip on Toyota. You just took Jones from Toyota. Toyota kicked him to the curb. You took the guy. But this has nothing to do with Toyota. Nothing. Other than the fact that that's why he left Joe Gibbs Racing or one of the large reasons. Right? I mean, come on. Why? I, it, it's an unnecessary cheap shot, but a, a truthful cheap shot. It's and Tony, and he's going to take the unnecessary cheap shots. Here, here's, the thing, though, Eric, here's the thing, though, Eric. What, what is one thing that Tony Stewart's really good at in his whole career with the media? Being a loudmouth? Being a loudmouth, but what does being a loudmouth get you? Gets you publicity. It gets you publicity, but it also shines a light on an area that can sometimes get swept under the rug. Right? Yeah, but I don't think anybody's sweeping it under the rug. I think everybody knows what's going on. But yeah, like, but it's just look at how much um, he, Tony Stewart would have had the same effect to go outside and scream to the heavens, "The sky is blue," because we already <laughs> all know it. Yeah, but here's the thing, though, Eric. You and I are both in agreement that we're we're bummed for Eric Jones. Right? Oh, yeah, we're ticked totally, off. Totally. He lost an opportunity. And, and Chevy, with zero development dollars. Yeah, but here's the thing is I'm Eric not Jones. blaming Toyota for that. Eric Jones had an opportunity to sign with somebody else. It's not a secret that Toyota's doing what they're doing. These guys yep. are betting on themselves that they're going to be good enough to stay in the ranks. And when they're not, they lose the opportunity. That's not Toyota's fault. That's business. Yeah. It's business. The only reason the only reason Ford's in this shape is because Ford just doesn't have that many development drivers. Right. That's not something to pat yourself on the back for. I mean, 
and it, and you know too part of it eric is there's not enough competitive seats in the sport either yeah. so you don't i mean when you get to toyota you've got four spots that you can get right and joe gibbs racing ain't ain't signing just anybody right you know right. um like you know toyota had haley deegan in the pipeline and, and think what you want about haley deegan they were bringing her along bringing her along and you know what happened yeah we don't really think haley deegan's got it we're yeah. gonna just we're moving on yeah. go find your own go find your own you know own ride um luckily for her she's at landed at ford and i'm sure you know there's a there's a path being discussed to how to get her to the cup series someday but that's a good you know, point that, too since you mentioned haley deegan uh 16th place finish in the truck series race yeah, yeah, you're, uh, yeah, you, you must have been impressed. Yeah, I, I thought, I mean, that was, it was impressive. She, 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 she wanted a top 15. She missed it by one spot, so. She did great. Yeah. yeah. So. Good, good drive. And she goes full time next year. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't think I had that in notes today. That's okay. That's okay. Um, so anyway, I mean, again, I, you know, I don't care. I, I'm not a. I'm not a manufacturer guy. I don't care which manufacturer. I like every manufacturer that's in the Cup Series because they're supporting NASCAR. Um, so good on them. Um, I probably would prefer a Ford over, I mean, I drive a Ford. My wife drives a Ford. I prefer Ford over Toyota. Um, but your favorite driver is a Toyota driver too. So Eric, I have a Toyota die cast. You know, you throw, you throw the, yes, Kyle Busch is my favorite driver in air quotes, but I like, I mean, I don't really have truly a favorite driver anymore. I mean, I don't have one guy that I root for. I root for anybody. Usually it's the guy in second place. Hell, if Kyle Busch is running away with the race, I'm usually cheering for the guy in second. (laughs) Yeah, but so. you're still cow. It's, it's a cow. You're a cow. Whatever. It's a... Whatever. I'd be, I'd be cheering um, for anybody in second. Whoever's in second place, unless it's Mike Wallace. <laughs> yeah, no okay. We don't even have to get into that. Nope. That's as far as I'm going. <laughs> oh, um, hey, one last thing on this toy Or Jim Utter. <laughs> hey, we've defended Jim Utter before. I don't want to go too far. Yeah. yeah. Um, that was just the, that was. The that's left. true. That's true. We that's probably should. That's sort of two evils. Probably right? should lay off him, huh? We don't want to be like yeah. Portnoy. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> there's a there's a name I didn't want to have brought yeah. up on the show. All right. What's your other um, thing about Stewart? La- one last thing about Tony Stewart. So being a company man, he says what he says. That is another way for him to say, hey, young drivers, you know, um, consider Ford. Yeah. A little bit more when you're thinking about coming up the ranks. Yeah, probably. Just a thought. Just a thought. I mean, it's just another thought that I had. Yeah. But, you're, you know, I don't I don't disagree with anything you said here. I just. uh yeah, we we know what he's doing. I mean, we see what he's I mean, doing. yes, Tony Stewart's got a great team. Yes, he's got the championship favorite right now. But let's let's look at what he's got. He's got Clint Boyer. He's got Eric Almarola. I mean, who's who's he got? Compare his roster to the Toyota roster. I mean, and his roster's got a lot of turbulence since yeah. 2016. They, they, that team has not had the same drivers, no. uh, same driver lineup every year. Um, and and his best drivers aging out. Right, uh, yeah. but that's why you bring in it. That's why you bring in Chase Briscoe. But, the, but Tony Stewart doing this doesn't that make you miss him at the track every week a little, just a little bit? Oh uh, yeah, I. I, I mean, who does, who else does that? Honestly. Yeah, I miss Tony Stewart. I I miss I miss the post race interviews with Tony. You know, it's yeah. good stuff. Yeah, Dale Jr. chuckling because he can't because can, he can't oh, contain him. Oh, that was the best. That was the best. Ch- Tony Stewart running for the championship. I'm so glad I wasn't covering NASCAR at the time. Oh my God! That 2011. I mean, jeez. I'd have never had that the guts was, to ask Tony a question. There's no way. He he was on. He was on, he was in a zone. I I can't even describe what it was. I. That's why you like him because he's he's a grumpy old man just like you. That's right. That's right. Yep. That's All right. 
Um, last news item, uh, Bob Pockris tweets that Trackhouse uh, will be, that's Justin Marks' team, will be embedded in RCR and basically will be acting as a third RCR team. Came with a que- from a question that somebody asked about RCR feeling a third car for Ty Dillon. Um, so basically no expectations of a third car because guess what? They already got one. Man, Pop Pop is just, Pop Pop's just letting Ty Dillon just hang out there, huh? Yeah. I mean, I guess that kind of can show you that maybe Austin doesn't have a ride just because he's Austin. Maybe. Or maybe he's know. the favorite. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I, I like that for Trackhouse, so that's a good deal. Yeah. I mean, that's a that's a good way to get Hey, I'll tell deal. you what, man. That just, that especially with how, how RCR is running this year, that just amplifies their program right off Ain't the bat. Good? Yeah, you got a driver who can wheel it. I mean, yeah. Suarez isn't isn't a slouch. No, I Suarez mean, isn't a bad driver at all. You're not throwing a Paul Menard in a, a third RCR car anymore. You got right. a, you know some some halfway decent driver here with with Suarez. So yep. I like that. So good deal. Yep. Uh, any news I missed? You mentioned Haley Deegan. She'll be full time in the Truck Series uh, next year. I was, I was checking the tweeters, but I think we're good, buddy. Okay. Uh, with that, we go to Texas Motor Speedway this weekend. It is the Auto Trader. Eco Park Automotive 500. Uh, coming off of last week on our picks, uh, I picked Kevin Harvick uh, and over James's Denny Hamlin. I got one point there, uh, but James got me on the non-playoff driver with Eric Jones over Tyler Reddick. Uh, so we are even out of that one. Uh, 43 to 34, I lead James after 33 races. It's gonna take a miracle. But it's gonna take a miracle, but I'm not done yet. There you go. Well, you get the first pick uh, for non for playoff driver, James. So who are you picking? I will take Kevin Harvick. Kevin Harvick, okay. <laughs> so you can just copy and paste that one. Um, yeah, let me see. I'm I'm, I'm going to go Chase Elliott. I don't really have any reason to go Chase Elliott. Um, Other than you've got uh, points to play with at yeah, this point? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I don't yep. want to go Denny Hamlin. I, I'm, I'm going Chase Elliott, even though I can't Yeah, Yeah, I'm, I'm playing the catch-up game. Um. But I do. I think I had a. You're gonna pick dark horse or non-playoff driver first. But I think yeah. I got one. If you don't take it, I think I got one that you might like. All right, I am going to go with. Um, let me see here. I had it figured out here, but uh, let me just make sure that I'm in the right spot. Actually, that wasn't who I was gonna pick for my uh, playoff driver. Actually, I was gonna pick Logano, but oh well. Um, I am going to go with the guy who led 150 laps here last time we were here, and I'm going to go Ryan Blaney. That's a good one. That's a good one. Um, I'm going to go a little bit on a limb here. Uh, I'll take Tyler Reddick. That's a really good one. I, actually, Tyler was so really good here in the spring. Yeah, remember? that's I was going to I was looking at Austin Dillon because Austin Dillon won here. But Tyler Reddick really was the one. I think he was the RCR pick. Yeah. Um, but, but Dylan ended up getting the win with the, with the fuel mileage thing at the end. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, the Reddick's a great pick. That's a really good pick. Yeah, Reddick's a good pick. That. Dylan's a good pick. So Jones, Jones is a good, would yeah. have been a good pick. Um, yeah. There's, yeah. I think there's better non-playoff picks this week than there are playoff. Oh picks. yeah. We're, we're, yeah. Our playoff drivers are pretty thin. Yeah. Um, yeah, I meant, to, you know, I meant to pick Logano. So we'll see if Logano wins now. I was going to pick Logano. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> So, um, fantasy well, league, James, oh, go ahead. You got well, something else? I was, gonna, I was gonna say, we should think of something for the championship. I don't know what we're going to do there, but, uh, you know, it's going to be interesting. Yeah. Um, maybe we have a, I think every year, don't we pick a, a winner and a, and a championship winner. And it, it's always the, the guy who wins the title wins the race anyway. Yeah, I think so. This year might be the first year that doesn't happen. 
It could. There's a possibility for it, right? Any yeah. any year there's a possibility, but usually the uh, the non-championship drivers give them a lot of room. So. Yeah, and I think you, the guys that are racing for the title just amplify what they're doing a little bit more. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, fan- so Fantasy League, bud. Yeah, uh, tell me, tell me how, how Fantasy League went, James. You did good. Um, I got bit by the Kurt Busch bug. Sounds like our buddy mm-hmm. Todd did as well, but yeah. uh, that's, that's two and three. I finished third, Todd was second. Eric, two weeks in a row with 224 points, leaving no doubt. <laughs> um, our buddy Baron Speedway was fourth, Ranger running fifth. Uh, so that leaves us in an interesting spot. Uh, the playoff standings. Uh, I'm still in the lead, but Eric, look at that. Me and you are in the top of something. I know, right? <laughs> so crazy. Listen, our goal, <clears throat> I'm going to say it out loud on the podcast with three races to go. Between the two of us, we got to beat Todd in the yep. playoffs. I don't care who it is. One of us has to do it. I agree. Um, overall, though, it's still Todd's show. Um, he's got hundred and almost 150-point lead over Ranger. Um, it looks like that might be coming to a close. I am third, um, 200 points back of todd that just just not gonna happen so um it's a basically a two-horse race but but todd's way out front there you go so there is your fantasy update all right uh james you got a shout out this week i know uh yeah so we brought a story up a couple weeks ago on the pod about lefty uh noah sweet um he's a he had created a, a a paint scheme got went viral um got some really negative comments about it and um had uh just had some hard times with it and came back and, and uh, Eric, we saw that I saw another couple weeks ago that Jimmy Johnson and, and the ally team had gotten a hold of Noah. Um, didn't know what that meeting was about, but maybe we had a good idea. Right. Uh, so Texas this weekend, if you haven't seen the car, um, Noah got to live his dream and design a race car for his hero, his favorite driver. Uh, Jimmy Johnson will run that scheme on Sunday. That's awesome. It's a wicked. I mean, not just saying this because we like this kid and we like his story, but that's a good looking race car, yeah, it's right? A really good looking race car. Yeah. He's got a future if he wants to design race cars. I mean, that's, you know, he can do, he can, he can design. It's good. It's a really good piece. Yeah. It's pretty neat. So cool story. Really. I don't know. Shout out to ally and Jimmy Johnson for making it happen. Letting him do this. Uh, really cool. Yep. Very cool. One of Jimmy's last races, you know, he <laughs> gets to, awesome. you know, it's so cool. Very cool. Um, my shout out this week, I just, you know, with, with COVID going on, a lot of fans not being able to be at the track, a lot of tracks have done something pretty neat this year and we haven't talked about it. Uh, most of them are releasing their programs that you would normally pay, you know, 10 to 20 bucks for at the track. Uh, they're releasing the, the PDFs of them online for free. Uh, Texas Motor Speedway has their digital program online that you can download and check it out. Uh, they've said they have a seven page section on, uh, on Jimmy Johnson <clears throat> in there. So, um, the, the link is in the show notes. If you want to check it out at the superspeedway.com, you can click on the show notes and find the link to download that. Uh, but a lot of the tracks have been doing it. I'm sure if you search around, you can find them if you want to check them out or the last couple of races. Uh, if you're not able to be there in person and give them your money, uh, you can get it for free online. So it's a pretty cool deal. I'd love to see them start them keep doing that type of stuff. I think there's a lot of interactive things and things like that that some of these sports have done this year because of COVID. Um, they've done it out of necessity, but I hope to see we see some of that stuff continue. Um, going forward, I want to say NASCAR has done a great job with their virtual media center this year um, for media members. I hope they continue that because, you know, there's a select handful of us that actually get to the track every week. Most of us don't. Um, so it's pretty cool to be able to have that, you know, full on access. I, I mean, I'd much rather interview drivers in person than over Zoom. Hopefully that is over with, you know, at least by midpoint next season. But uh, but it's pretty cool, the stuff that we have available to us, thanks to technology during the whole COVID thing. 
So yeah, absolutely. And um, you know, I think it's really cool too, Eric, that NASCAR is going to be the first sport to complete its entire season. Yep. It's a little bit of a wonky entire season, but they're full schedule. I mean, it, I just, you know, there's so many things that could have went wrong and careful, man. There's three weeks left. I know. I know. But, uh, we thought we were, were racing in Atlanta on Friday and yeah, I know. I know. But yeah, it's still, it's still very cool. I mean, all these, you know, it's a, a forever changed this, this year's forever changed NASCAR. Oh yeah. Um, so, and just to see the flexibility that NASCAR showed and, and all these other things, the tracks and everybody, I mean, it's, it's an incredible story. So yeah, it's pretty cool. Very neat. All right. With that, James, where can people find you on social media if they want to chat with you during the week? At James Cush on Twitter. You can find me at T Super Speedway on Twitter. You can find a, find the podcast on Facebook at facebook.com slash the super speedway. Our website is thesuperspeedway.com. You can find the podcast on there on uh, links to old episodes, uh, show notes, like I said, links to the articles uh, that we discussed in the episode and all past episodes. All that's available there, thesuperspeedway.com. You can find uh, the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and SoundCloud, wherever you found us today. We hope you subscribe and continue to listen. And if you want to help us out, become a part of the show and uh, help us get to the track when we're allowed to go back, you can do that at patreon.com slash thesuperspeedway. Uh, we're back in action this weekend. Three to go to finish out the season. We're at Texas Motor Speedway, the Auto Trader Eco Park Automotive 500, uh, Xfinity, and um, trucks in action this weekend as well. We'll be back next week to discuss it all. Until then, everybody, let's go racing.